0: Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. What's up? Hey. Hey. So this was an episode that I had wanted to do. I think I first started wanting to do this after I saw the Samantha B. Did you watch the Samantha B. video? It's like an eight-minute video where, you know, she's hilarious. And I guess it had never, like, really occurred to me that... MLMs or, like, multi-level marketing that it was so directed towards and detrimental to women.
1: I don't think I'd ever actually thought about it, but I've always kind of known it because... When you and I grew up, did you, did people invite you to a lot of, like, Mary Kay parties? Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of R-on. I went to a lot of Mary Kay. I went to a lot of Avon. Avon. Mm-hmm. Tupperware parties. Mm-hmm. My mom had Tupperware parties. Right. Um. It was just a thing, and I, and I think it was kind
0: of like a, well, duh, thing for me. Like, duh, this is geared toward women. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, and when you start looking into it even, like, a little bit, or even just, like, thinking about it for very long, you completely understand why. Yeah. Like, why women are so susceptible to this, and then, in turn, why the industry kind of, like, turned its focus completely onto women. Oh, yeah. uh, Because it made the most sense. But MLMs are predatory in nature. I've really had to get to a place where I don't support them at all anymore. Like, because I did, I had... I'm really I'm a huge pushover.
1: Yeah. Me I'm really too. bad at
0: saying no. A friend of mine was selling Arbonne and was like, "Can I have a an Arbon party in your house?" And I was like, "Okay." And that was a couple years ago. And again, really bad at saying no. I bought something from him, and it was and this They never leave you alone. It was this oh god. Yeah. Um it was this cellulite cream for my legs because I have like cellulite on my like thighs. And yeah. it worked. Like it actually really did the work. Arbonne
1: products are actually really no, great. No, they're
0: really great, but And it's, you know, it's kind of hard out of principle to say, like, I'm not going to purchase that anymore because it did work. Yeah. But I'm not going to purchase that anymore because I do think that MLMs are predatory in nature. And even though, like, some products may be good products, the way that they're distributed is so, like, fucked up (laughs) that, like, I I can't support it. Cruel
1: to their, like, downlines, which we'll go into more Right,
0: today. I mean, it's just what they're doing, it, it's just not ethical, in my no, opinion. Not and at all. so, like, I, because I've heard, like, really great things about LipSense as far as, like, yeah, if you want, like, a lip product that's not going to come off, LipSense yeah. is good, but I won't buy it. Yeah. Because it's... A MLM, it's a pyramid scheme. Well, scheme a And the thing
1: is, the second you get involved with anything to do with it, like I had a teacher in school in college who got into Arbonne, and I went to one of her parties, and it's great. You get to try on face masks, and it feels wash fun, your face, and it's right. so fun. Yeah. But she, like, to this day, it's been, like, four years, still texts me about these parties. And I'm like, I don't want to go to another one. Well, it's because
0: you absolutely have to do that in order to sell enough to make your money back. Exactly. And they're actually... I read a really good article. um, It was a HuffPost article. Me too! Yeah, that that article is so great. So good. Um, We'll link it in the notes, that article specifically, because I got a lot of my information from that. And it really does go into detail not only about, like, how financially, emotionally um, difficult this is for the people who are selling it, but also what it does to their friendships and, and their, their relationships, relationships because yeah. it is taxing I think most of us now living in you know the modern age have probably received a message from they, they joke that it's like a girl from your hometown is gonna yeah. private message you and oftentimes that is what it is yeah they'll private message you and be like hey girl yeah. haven't talked to you in a while check out this product I'm yep. selling and um it, it's exhausting it's exhausting on the people in your life I did it
1: to, you did it? I did it. I was in an MLM. For what? For BIRP, which is part of Vima. Oh, no. Girl, okay, so I... You got got. I got got. I had a friend from college and he was talking about how much money he was making and how it's like while we're in school we can't really have regular jobs even though i worked too many jobs and like whatever like it sounded like a good idea and i didn't know what mlms were i'd heard of a pyramid scheme but i never i didn't know much about it i didn't understand it like i got you know the it's, concept
0: it's a pyramid you know right, whatever. but i mean they tell you and they're not technically wrong they that say, they're like it's, it's not, not it's scheme. not a pyramid scheme because period pyramid scheme? schemes are illegal yes and multi-level marketing is not illegal even though it's exactly the, it's same the same fucking thing so
1: this guy got me to go to a meeting it was me my other friend sean went to a meeting you're watching these videos and everybody's like driving Mercedes Benz's and, like, mm-hmm. Jaguars and, like, living the high life and they're drinking the drinks and they're going to these conventions and it's all so great. And I got, like, brainwashed. I was like, of course. this is great. Of course. And I was like, sign me up. And luckily this wasn't one that was, like, a ton of money. I think it was, like, 150 to start, which is still more money than I
0: had to spend. Right. You were a young person. I was, like, 21.
1: Yeah. And so I get this giant box of energy drinks and i didn't understand what this was i thought i was like i thought it was like girl scout cookies like hey you want one give me five bucks there you go you have it whatever i didn't understand that i had to like go recruit recruit so this guy who got me and my friend roped into it they both came to my apartment and he was like let's have like a business day and I'm like going on Facebook and I'm asking these people to join and I felt dirty I was like I don't know anything about this product I don't believe in it I I feel intrusive I'm not a business person like I felt intrusive selling this product to, to, like, people I hadn't seen in years. Right. it felt so dirty and wrong. So, So I ended up getting, like, three more boxes of this damn energy drink and just... Did you have to pay for those? I did. And I ended up just... They just kept coming to my house. And then I just drank them or gave them away. I was like, here, you want some energy? Boom. Done. I mean, and so you were out
0: money at the end of it, right?
1: I never got to the point where I did so much. It was, like, over the course of, like, months... But each time you were paying but I lost fucking money. yeah, you lost money, right? Lost, like you were out
0: money at the end. I sold nothing. Right. I made $0 and I spent $450. So let's talk about kind of why this is a, a pyramid scheme a little bit. Should so, we talk
1: about what a multi-level marketing is just in case people don't know, even though we've kind of talked yes, about it?
0: Yeah, but like just real quickly, like because of your experience, I just want to talk yes. very quickly about like the reason why this is so predatory is because they are selling product to their downlines, uh-huh. right? Rather than selling, the, the reason it's different than selling Girl Scout cookies is because that is the Girl Scouts taking cookies and selling them out to other people. And that is also what they want you to do. They want you to sell to other people. They want you to recruit other people. But most of their product is being sold to the people they want to sell their yeah. product. And the so, reason that
1: this guy was so enthusiastic about getting together with me and helping me with my business, yada, 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 is because the more, the more money I made, he would right. make more than me. Yeah. So, yeah, let's
0: talk about what a MLM actually is. Yes.
1: So it is a. It's called a multi-level marketing or a network marketing. There's a lot of different names for it. Business. Direct
0: marketing. Yeah,
1: where it uses its distributors or recruiters to sell product. They use word of mouth to get recruiters to bring in additional people who can then distribute a larger audience. Recruits are paid with kickbacks from sales made by their quote-unquote downline, like we said. And the idea behind MLM structure is that in addition to selling products, each recruiter can earn money off the recruits below them and even earn more when those below them recruit more people. So everybody's like the people at the top are making more and more and more and more and more money. And that's like a 1%. The 1% is living the large life. So
0: when you go to these conferences or when you get roped in and this person is saying, like, be your own boss. You can be a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. Like, you can can have those conversations with people like that. And only from selling energy drinks. Right. Be your own boss. Make your own schedule. Become a millionaire like me those people are at the top of their pyramid, right? Like, if you are anywhere basically below that, maybe, like, second level, like, you might be okay. Anything below that, and you are not really going to be making money. Like, it's, like, mathematically impossible.
1: Yeah, which is crazy because, like, the multi-level marketing industry is, like, a 35, almost 36 billion dollar industry. Like, it is insane. And that's according to the Direct Selling Association. And 70 per- 73% of participants make no money or lose money when they join an MLM. The number could be as high as 99% according to the consumer advocates who studied MLM. So 99% of people who join MLMs will either make no
0: money or, or lose money. money. Yeah. Um, and it's You know, I also understand, because you can hear all this and be like, why would anybody join this? But I also understand having the kind of personality that I have, that you could be talked into something like this. And the
1: thing is, that's important to remember, too, is it's not, they don't recruit you by saying that you're selling a product, you're selling an opportunity. They're telling you that this is a life-changing product. They're telling you this is going to make a difference. This is a good thing. And you want to be a good person. You want to make a difference. And when you don't know about these schemes... It's very easy to think being a college student, which is very common in college students, being, you know, we're going to talk about the people who are susceptible, but like being a single mom who stays home with, Their kids Mm -hmm. and can't like have a full time job. Being somebody who's maybe sick or had been sick and doesn't want to live the regular nine to five job anymore, these are appealing to people because they feel like they have control and they can then give that opportunity to other people.
0: I mean, they're being lied to and they're being preyed upon. Like, that is why this is so because I understand why people might be like, This, why is this such a big deal? Like, not something that you really need to talk about, but like, actually, it is because. They are specifically targeting, if you look at a lot of these, like, social media ads and things like that, they are specifically targeting certain groups of people. Going so far even as to say that, like, it is, they they target a lot of, like, christians yeah and saying that this is like what god wants from you um, literally Plexus. saying that. Says yeah. that yeah and like if you want to grow your faith you need to grow you, you have the opportunity to be great by selling this product like yeah. they really prey on certain subsects of the community yeah um and specifically women so three quarters of direct sellers happen to be women according to the direct selling association association and it's very intentional like they do this on purpose so many of these companies will sell products that women would want so you've got avon mary Kay, unique arbon well, like
1: everything started with the tupperware parties in the tupperware 70s. like and, and
0: and before that actually yeah. like there has been because avon was around that time or before That's and so true. was mary Kay. oh my god my like, mom
1: had so many of those parties and <laughs> listen oh and
0: once again I've used Mary Kay products. I've used Avon products. They're not bad products. Not That's at not all. the problem. So they market these products, they market products that women would want already. Right. Because they want a discount on these products. Yeah. And that is oftentimes offered. So the recruiter will. Tell them that you'll get all of these incentives, get all these products if you sell them. And then they also market specifically to stay-at-home moms yeah. or military wives who maybe have to travel or move every two to four years right. and didn't have time to, like, go and get a... Degree in something, right? Um, So they will target specifically these subsects of the community. So they talk a lot about like how you can make your own hours, which would allow stay-at-home moms to be at home with their kids. Like people who don't want to leave their kids, it seems really, really appealing to them. And it started kind of like very, very early on, whenever these like direct when direct marketing really began. It was directed at women because women were not able to get education or jobs. Yeah. And so this was seen as a way, like, it's just getting together with your girls and kind of, like, talking about a product. Totally. And which a, is what we
1: do anyway. Which is what we do
0: anyway. Like, come over. We'll have some wine. Uh, and we'll talk about these things that I'm selling. Right? Yeah. So they were doing that. And it was seen as a way to gain, like, financial independence or, like, a little bit of side income in a world where that really wasn't something that was, like, offered up to women. Exactly. Ever. And, like, something for them to do besides just, like, kind of, like, being at home. And they really, really preyed upon this relationship that women had with other women. Yeah. And our ability to have, like, communication with other women.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's just crazy how it's evolved, because, like, I just remember my mom having these parties when I was younger, and it was fun, but I don't remember my mom ever being recruited. She was just like, let's play with products and buy some products in my house. Like, and for me, I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I went to a birthday party once. It was, like, a Mary Kay birthday party when I was, like, 12.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like it has absolutely changed. I mean, I think it was always kind of, like, predatory in nature. Yeah. But I think with the birth of social media, things really changed. And there are certain companies that are worse than others. Like, a lot of them... Their buy-ins are a hundred dollars or less, or oh, like yeah. for you, it was like a hundred and fifty or whatever. Yeah, but like there are certain brands like Lululemon where you have to pay <sighs> thousands of dollars to buy in. I'm gonna
1: get into that shit. Yeah, first of all, I want to talk about uh, the two ways that you can tell that it's a pyramid scheme which I found interesting and that is the first one is inventory loading which is what I was talking about buying all the stuff ahead of time it requires sellers to purchase more inventory than they could realistically sell at inflated prices and the second one is lack of retail sales products are sold to existing and new recruits within the pyramid rather than external consumers which is what I didn't understand i thought i was just selling a product i didn't understand that i was supposed to be like recruiting other people. Right.
0: Well, and you know, it's it's so that you can make more money. Like yeah. that's why that's how they frame it. They're like if you want to make money, you will get a percentage. Okay, so here's how the pyramid works. The person at the top is the person at the top they'll start their downline where they have recruits underneath them so they're getting the money from their sales they're also getting a percentage of the money from their recruits sales and they're getting uh they're getting a percentage of the money from their recruits recruits sales and they're and recruits, so recruits, on recruits,
1: recruits and right recruits, 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 and recruits, so recruits. on and
0: so forth so the people at the top are making the most of course because they have the largest downline yeah, so they are also going to be whoever recruited you is going to be on your ass to yep. recruit other people because the more people you recruit, the less work they have to do and the more money they make. Exactly. Well, and the other thing that I find interesting
1: is that the whole model depends on the failure of the majority of other participants. So what you're talking about is the person right above you really wants you to succeed but as a whole, these companies really have a
0: lot to gain by these people joining and spending all this money. Right. The company at large, they want you to have a, like Lularo, having yeah. such a massive buy-in. Like if you pay that much money to buy in and you keep getting product, like say it keeps arriving at your house, like you were saying, then you are spending a ton of money on product and the company is not having to pay out. Yeah. anything. Oh, and like they even
1: usually have these like fine print disclaimers that will say that as participants that they should not rely on the earning results of other participants in the highest level of MLNs. And like LuLaRoe has one too. The LuLaRoe income disclosure statement says that as a consultant you can expect to make about $85 on average per year in commissions. That's insanity. Should we, can we talk about LuLaRoe yes. now that I mentioned it? Okay. Yes. So Let's
0: talk about these ugly ass leggings. There's so ugly. They're so fucking they're ugly. not cute, and first the outfits of all. that
1: they put together are not cute either. I'm sorry if you think they're cute. I don't think they're cute.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Our personal opinion. Not but cute. Also, don't buy them because um, they're a predatory company.
1: Exactly. So, they call their. Recruits like fashion retailers or something like that. Right,
0: personal fashion, personal fashion fashion retailers retailers, or something like that, or outlets or whatever.
1: So to start, the retailers spend five thousand dollars to get everything they need. That's as far as like stock, hangers, backdrops, uh, racks, like anything that you can need to start up. So there's three packages. The first package is. $4,812 for 336 pieces. The second package is $5,365 for 365 pieces. And the third package is $6,784 for 463 pieces. And it is recommended that you have about 700 to 800 pieces of inventory at a time, which is about
0: $15,000 to $20,000. It's bananas. It's so dumb. Insane.
1: It's so... And you must order at least... 33 pieces at a time
0: that it's it's so stupid so
1: every single time you're at least paying 500 to 800 dollars just for 33 pieces
0: and i was watching the samantha b on this and they were talking about also how like Lou LeRoe had sent a lot of their um sellers boxes of leggings that were like damaged yeah. or had all kinds of problems and then they weren't able to like return them or get their money back. Yeah, but like and they're, how am I supposed to sell them? Yeah, I can't sell
1: them to my friends when there's right, holes in them. There's
0: holes in them or they smell terrible or like whatever, like I can't I can't sell this. And, and, and like, so, well, too bad. Too bad. I guess you're out the money if you can't figure it out. It's insane. Um, Do we want to talk about how MLMs really actually kind of use and abuse the idea of women empowerment and feminism? I do. Like, boss babe. Hashtag boss babe. Hashtag boss babe. Hashtag boss boss lady. Right? Like, they kind of use, not only do they use wording, but they also use imagery that really focuses in on women.
1: And they use, like pastel colors and, like, calligraphy fonts and, like, the aesthetic appeals to, like, a wide range of women from, like, you know, Gen Z, Millennials, all the way to, like...
0: Boomers. Moms. Sure, yeah. Things like Mm -hmm.
1: that. Like, they all appeal to um, all different kinds of women. And it's not so much now about, like, door-to-door. Like, my mom had a lot of friends. She had one friend that was in Mary Kay that, like, got her Cadillac. And it was all very, like phone call, word of mouth, they felt more personal. And now it's like you're leaving all these social
0: media messages, you're sending social media photos, you're sharing well, photos I, online. here's the thing. I think, I think MLMs can be profitable, albeit not regularly or often, but they right. can be profitable if in your region or like your selling territory... There aren't a lot of people. And I think back when we were kids or probably when your mom was selling Mary Kay or, like, whatever was happening. Yeah. Like, there weren't as many. The market wasn't as flooded. Whereas, like, with the birth of social media, yeah. the market has become so much more flooded. The likelihood that you will fail at this and end up spending a ton of money. Yeah. Um, of your own money when you're trying to make money at this is very high I yeah. mean the majority of the people who are sucked into MLMs are not business people they have no clue how this works
1: exactly and the interesting thing about how like a lot of these MLMs are trying to be part of like a feminist movement they're right they use words like empowerment and boss babe like we said or CEO and different things like that that make women feel like by being a part of this they are being independent
0: right. their own bosses and taking control of their own lives and yes. They have no yes you're taking control of your own destiny. Like, they use a lot of wording like that, that, like, you can, why would you not want to do this? You can be your own boss. You can set your own hours. You don't have to sacrifice time with your families. Why would you want to work a nine-to-five job whenever you can work here and become a millionaire in a couple of years? Well, and they also act like they can provide the tools for
1: women to become successful, business women where there we have a downfall we have like we do not as easily succeed in business as a
0: man might, Right, I, d- I did like the point that this HuffPost article made about how, like, this same... It, it's so predatory because, like, this same kind of marketing would not work on men. Mm-mm. There would be no, like, boy boss, like, hashtag boy boss. I like, mean, of
1: course, boys men are, are bosses.
0: Yeah, of course, because we feel like that is the default setting. So you're preying on this idea that women are going to feel, like, special yeah. because they are able to be their own boss bosses yeah. um, or be business people when really they're not, and they're actually not even getting the right kind of, like, training or support.
1: No, there was that story about that woman, Sandra, in the article who was, like, 55 years old, she survived cancer, she didn't want to go back to her, like, corporate job, and so she Which started Which, understandable, doing, like, yes. that makes sense. And so she, like, a neighbor was doing some, like... Workout thing. What was a beach body? That's yes. what it was. And so she got like recruited by her neighbor to do this, and the neighbor was like, no help. She ended up like Googling and going on YouTube to figure out how to do it. She lost, she even like invested, like, $4,000 in, like, ads and different things like that. Right. And got nowhere. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's Yeah, so I mean, and sad. she had just come from, I believe that she's the one who had, like, just come from a real estate career, and she was like, if I had put this amount of money into my real estate career, or this amount of time and effort and yeah. money into that career instead of trying to make this happen, I would have made, like, hundred k that year. Exactly. But instead, you know, I was fed these ideas and beliefs that yeah. this is something that would actually, like, work for me. Exactly. Exactly, This guy, Joseph
1: N. Mariano, who is the president of Direct Selling Association, says, anyone who's saying that you're going to make a lot of money is just not telling the truth. He also says, if you think you're going to go into this and make $100,000 a year, that requires time, energy, and a lot of commitment.
0: Right. So here's the thing. It's not as though it is impossible, right? Like, and that's what they're selling. They're selling this idea that you will be the exception. Which, as human beings, we are... Like, we are susceptible to that. Like, I am going to be the, the, the exception. However, like, they are also targeting people... So what he's saying right there is that, like you can make this work if you put the amount of, like, time and effort and energy into it. I think he's actually saying the
1: opposite. He's like, this is going to take, because he's saying if someone's telling you you're going to make a ton of money, don't believe them. Like, if, if
0: this is going to make you any, any money, it's right. going to
1: take fucking everything you have.
0: Right, but that's what I mean. Yeah. I it, it mean, you, it's possible is what he's saying. Yeah. He's saying it is possible. It will take all of your time and effort and work. It yeah. will take a ton of work. However, they are targeting yeah. people who have no idea how this works. Yeah. And they are not giving them any support to make it work. So it seems like they are setting them up for failure because it's just like he's saying as the head of, like, direct marketing, right? Like, so you have to take everything he says with a grain of salt. Yeah. He's saying this can work, if you have the right mentality to make a hundred thousand dollars, and they make you year. feel like
1: you're doing something wrong if you're not getting it, they're like, "Well, what are you doing wrong?" All these right. other people are successful. I mean, what are and, you doing? and
0: that's what like, and that's what they. A lot of these women who were interviewed for this article, like, that's what they were saying. They would go and they would complain about like, or not complain, but they would voice their concerns about the yeah. fact that like, hey, this isn't working for me. Like, uh, what can I do to like change this? And the answer would always be buy more product or or find more recruits that was yeah. always the answer and it's kind of like well you're not giving them what other job have you ever gone to where you've gotten no training no assistance like it, no, it's been just not like <laughs> well but that's it's not yeah. right like that's no, not it's the not. kind that's not how jobs work yeah.
1: you know what I mean can I tell you what if you look at Boss Babe and Urban Dictionary what it says this is amazing? Yes, Isn't please, it so please. good? So it says, a woman who pretends to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, or a saleswoman. They are that annoying lady who never stops posting on Facebook about a great new opportunity related to MLM business, period schemes. They, I keep saying period schemes. Period schemes. Pyramid schemes. They tend to hawk poor products for exuberant prices. Posts will typically contain excessive emojis, hashtags, and has faux friendliness to it. Which is so true. It's like they want to be your best friend. They're like,
0: oh my right. god, I mean, girl, it's kind of It's kind of a joke. Like, it's a running joke that yeah. this happens. But it is very true. It's like people I have not heard from since high school. I am getting Facebook. Honestly, at this point, now I know, like, if I get a Facebook message from someone and I get a notification on my phone that so-and-so has sent you a Facebook message, and it's someone who I have not seen or talked to since high school, that the likelihood of it being them trying to sell me something is pretty high.
1: Yeah. I once
0: asked someone to bail give
1: them money to bail them out of jail.
0: Oh, wow. And, and I
1: I once actually also got asked by the same person to give him money because he said that he heard that I had a lot of money to pay for his girlfriend to get an abortion. Wow. I was like, first of all, I have no money. And this was like, I was still in college years ago. I'm like, where are you getting this from?
0: Like When I worked at WB, like people would go onto my Facebook and see that I worked at WB and assume that that meant I had industry connections. By yeah. the way, guys, these like studios are massive companies. Like, yeah. if you know somebody who is working for a studio, the likelihood of them having any clout, I would get reached out to by, like, actors, like, people who wanted to, like, screenwriters, like, people who wanted to, like, get their shit in front of people, and I'm like, you don't know what I, you don't understand what I do. Yeah, like, I,
1: ha- I don't have that all. kind of power.
0: Like, just because you work for a studio does not mean you have, like, money or influence. Yeah. In any way. But the
1: thing is, is that with all these messages, you're ruining all of these relationships. There was this
0: therapist,
1: Sean M. Davis, who says... The key to quality relationships is about being known and understood. For some, being sold an unwanted product is a cue that they don't really get me. So we're prone to rewrite our history with this person into one that paints the seller as unkind, even if they've been a great friend in the past. And that's totally happened to me. When I'm being bombarded by people to join their Facebook party for LuLaRoe or whatever, I'm like, what
0: am I to you? What am I to you? Do you see me as like a paycheck, do you know me? Even at all. Yeah. Um, and also like Even though I'm a pushover, and yes, at the end of the day, it is my decision to host a party or to buy a product, I still will feel a certain amount of resentment in having been put in that position in the first place. Yeah. Because I do try to be, like, a kind person who is, like, understanding and, like, wants to... I understand that, like, for you, this is a new business venture and I want to be supportive. Yeah. However, like, you are putting me in an awkward situation as, like, somebody who... Doesn't have a ton of money or like whatever where you are now, or pressuring time. me to buy a product. Yeah, you know what it I mean. It makes it
1: seem very uh, not very genuine. You know. Right. Have you heard about the whole like Herbalife scandal? Yes. I didn't write a whole lot about it, but I listen I mentioned before that I love the podcast You Crime Obsessed and they did an episode on a documentary that I will look up as I'm talking so I can't remember what If
0: it's you called. watch the oh, John... betting, betting for Zero. Oh, okay. I haven't watched yeah. that. If you if you watch the John Oliver yeah. um John Oliver did like a thirty minute thing on MLMs. It's yeah. great, of course, like as is everything he does. Of course. So um definitely go and check that out as well as the Samantha B one, but yeah. he does talk a lot about the Herbalife. Yeah,
1: well, they—I mean, long story short, they have this massive lawsuit where they had to pay like two million dollars back to the people, which sounds like a lot of money, but it's but actually for them, no, it's twelve dollars per person. Is yeah, what they have. it's something crazy like that. We're like shady business because there was right? that many people involved in it. Mm-hmm. They split that money up individually to the people.
0: So it's actually a really shitty And I believe deal. that like Herbalife is still around. It is. My friend in college
1: was all about Herbalife. He wore Herbalife shit all the time. He was talking about it all the it's time. It's like a cult, honestly. We just kind of made fun of him. We were like...
0: Yeah, okay. You and your Herbalife. But yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing about it is... And they're they're completely unapologetic. They're completely smug. In fact, I saw the CEO of Herbalife, he was being interviewed on Dateline, I think, around the time that this... Uh, yeah. Or 2020 or whatever. Well,
1: and he had a huge beef with someone who was trying... Who was betting against them... It was something, like, the documentary is really fascinating, and I can't remember all of it right now, but he had a big beef with them, too, so they were in the media a lot, both of them.
0: But it was interesting, it's, if you ever watch these people talk, I mean, if you have any kind of bullshit meter... Yeah. Where, like, you can detect when somebody is, like, fucking bullshitting you... Mine's getting better, luckily. You will know immediately that so many of these people are just full of shit. Like, when this guy was talking, he was like... Well what's a normal company? Yeah. You have a CEO and then you have like SEOs and you have all these people underneath exactly. them, VPs, all these people underneath them, like that's a pyramid. Isn't that the same thing? And it's like, no, that's not the fucking same no. thing. Because they are not directly benefiting, like monetarily, off of the things yeah. that you do. Like honestly, and I, it's been explained to me before, but every time it's explained to me, I'm still confused about what the difference is between a pyramid scheme and a multi-level marketing operation. Because they, they essentially
1: they're the same, but there's something different with the way that they're selling their inventory is what I understand. They found I can't, a loophole
0: because yeah, they're essentially Yeah, I can't tell you
1: exactly the difference because, yes, this, the 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 diagram is the same like I was talking to Max about this episode and I guess there's an episode of The Office where yes, Michael's trying is. to sell something and, and Jim like draws on the whiteboard and like draws a pyramid over everything and Michael's just like I'll be right back like yes. <laughs> shit I mean
0: and you know what people will admit to that is the thing is that they will say yes it is it it looks like a pyramid like if you were to draw it out you've got one then you've got yeah. three then you've got five like it looks like a pyramid Yeah, and they will admit that to you however However, they will say it is different than a pyramid scheme because it's legal like honestly yeah. that is the only thing that they say is because well, it but is that legal was, but that was one of the things that I said Toward the beginning where it was talking about the
1: differences, but honestly, it's still very murky. It's very murky. It's the inventory loading and the lack of retail sales. But and that's what they're saying. It says that the Federal Trading Commissions uh points out two signals that a product is being used to hide a pyramid scheme. So there is something involving like the inventory and the way that it's being sold, and also the way that they prevent retail sales. But like, do you remember when like Amway products are really big and things like that, like Which, by the way, scheme. Betsy
0: DeVos. Who's
1: her, Betsy DeVos? Betsy
0: DeVos, who's the, um, she's, like, the education secretary. Oh, yes. The billionaire. Yes. Um, her, her and her brother is, like, a fucking, like, mercenary. Anyway, um, they're, they, they're billionaires, and they made a bulk of their money through Amway, so... Oh, cool. don't fucking buy shit from amway oh cool i got a little bit of my information from uh investopedia nice and they were talking about how the legitimacy of multi-level marketing is an issue in determining in determining the legitimacy of a multi-level marketing company is whether it sells products Primarily to consumers or to its members, who must recruit new members to buy their products. If it is the former, the company is a legit, a legitimate multi-level marketer. If it's the latter, it's an illegal pyramid scheme.
1: Right. So if it's selling product, there's nothing wrong with it. But if they're selling product in the hopes of gaining more recruiters, that makes it an, M- that makes it a pyramid scheme. But MLMs do that. They so do. I don't really understand well, because, like, they do a lot of times. MLMs will present themselves in a way that disguises the fact that they're a pyramid scheme. Right. You know I, mean, I mean,
0: and this article from Investopedia said that you can spot a pyramid scheme on whether or not it puts the focus on recruiters rather than sales. Yeah. But but these do both. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I don't understand where the line is. And because I don't understand. Because I think that when
1: somebody is like, you buy a product... And that's the end of story. But then you buy a product and you get emails and your messages and text messages trying to get you to throw your own party. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe. I I don't know. It's
0: so murky. It's so confusing.
1: Yeah. I also found it really interesting how a lot of these MLMs target the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: That was the next thing I was going to talk about. Fascinating to me. Well, I mean, because as we talked about, they, as someone who, like, lived in Utah for a while, like... That culture is very much like the women because because it's you know such a big part of their religion. Right. Um, the women very often like have a lot of kids and they stay at home. Yeah. And because they're having a lot of kids, they probably want another form of income, but right. they are also wanting to be at home with their kids. So it makes sense that this market would be rife
1: for, like, MLMs. yeah, they say that Utah is the direct sales capital of the world, and that Utah has more MLMs than any other state per capita, and at least 15 MLMs have headquarters in Utah County alone. Yes. So, the MLMs... ...fit into the Mormon culture because of the emphasis on traditional family roles, like you said, that encourages wives to stay home and take care of the kids and maintain a close-knit community. That's the other thing, is that their communities
0: are very, very close. And they're large. Yes. Right? Because, like, Mormon families are large, so the communities are also very large, and they're also very very interwoven. Yes. So they have a large network of people to sell to. But the problem is, once again, like we said, like, when you have so many people selling your value is going to go way down. Exactly. So they also exploit the religious customer's
1: base And because the values encourage more sales, which is what we started saying in the very beginning of the episode when we were talking about Plexus. So at a Plexus convention in Vegas, the keynote speaker, Bob Halig, told attendees, so if you are a believer, as I know many of you are, here's what you have to realize. You have a responsibility to use the gifts that you've been given for something far bigger than yourself, because your gifts are much bigger than you, and you have a responsibility to share them with the world. It's so fucking disgusting. Plexus is the best vehicle you will ever have in your lifetime to do that. I believe that your Plexus business is, is an assignment from God to help you build your faith. I fucking hate...
0: You fucking motherfucking I, I asshole. I mean, to me, honestly, like, playing on people's... Faith. Faith is... One of the most despicable things that you could do, because so dirty. you have such true belief. Like as yeah. someone who was like a very true believer, like you have such true, honest belief, yeah. and playing on that is so fucked up. And intermingling it with capitalism, yeah. so that you can make more money, like is so gross so and like gross. seedy. And I fucking and the opposite hate it. of
1: like what religion is. Absolutely, trying
0: to absolutely. Like if you truly believe in Jesus, Jesus would not condone. This Jesus kind would of be behavior. like, girl, no, don't do it. Or sir. Or no. sir. Yeah, no. like I've seen the video of him like talking about this and it is so upsetting and disturbing. Yeah. And like there are few things that make me more like sick to my stomach than yeah. watching people take advantage of other people based on like their deeply held. Beliefs. And that's how
1: I felt too, because like I was like, these people do not want to be my friends. They do not care. I had no idea what I was getting myself into until I was into it. I did not realize that I was supposed to be It's like a timeshare. It's, yeah, it's so weird. They loop you
0: in, and then by the time you realize, like, what the fuck is going on, you're, like, too deep in, you know? like exactly.
1: Luckily, I just
0: disengaged. I was
1: just like, all right, I have my energy drinks. I'll just give them out for free to my friends. I lost my money. Let's move on. But, you You know, know,
0: like, on that note, you know, and you were a poor college student, however... You were also in a financial situation or privileged enough that you were able to do that. Exactly, like some people are not. Oh, and and so they find loans they and take credit out cards. they take out loans, they take out credit cards. They find themselves they were in a position where they needed to make more money. Yeah. That's why they got involved in the MLM in the first place, and now they're having to pay for all this product. With money they don't have. Yeah. And like a lot of people are not like financially like stable or privileged enough to be able to just totally. get out of it. Totally. Um, they have to try and sell this product now because they're like yeah. in too deep. Yeah. And exactly. like that, that's what really gets me about like MLMs and why I wanted to talk about it because it makes me so mad because you are preying on. People who are vulnerable. Like, yeah. very vulnerable. They're
1: preying on loneliness. They're they're preying on um, the interests of women. They're using the patriarchy yeah, as a way of a means mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I read something where it says, if gaining financial independence is a goal you really want to pursue, you'd be better off investing in education and resources needed to grow a real career. Which I understand, but at the same time, resources and education take time. There are so many people out there where you know, that's why a get rich quick scheme sounds so appealing because the, The cost of going back to school, which they do say, you know, at the end of the day, all the money you spend on these MLM products, you could probably have gone back to school for a little bit, things like that. then the But, like, the time for education and the time it takes for the resources and the networking and everything like that, these people need money right away. They need it now.
0: Well, and beyond time, because I I know that quote you're talking about, and I think that that quote, again, is from, like, the president of direct marketing or whatever, and he, again, he would say something like that. I understand what he's saying, however, the cost to go to school is... The system is set up as such that the cost to go to school is more money up front. Yeah. These... Industries are also super predatory in that they say, like, for the low, low cost of one hundred and fifty dollars, you can get started in this, mm-hmm. and then you wind up really far in debt. And yes, at that point, you could have put that money into going to school. However, right. you didn't have that money up front to go to school. Exactly. You know That's what I why mean? You did so it in the
1: first place, yeah. So
0: for you to say that, it's so like. Dismissive yeah. of the experience of these people where okay, so you're saying that somebody who had $150 up front to pay for this thing is equivalent, like, oh well, this is on you because you didn't have 20000 dollars to go back up to front school to go back to school. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's it's just an insane thing it's to say. It's a very
1: privileged thing to say. It's a way
0: of dismissing your involvement yeah. and like putting the onus or the blame on the yeah. people who sign up for this. I agree. Because they get roped into it in, like, in a large part. And, like, I'm not trying to excuse, you make decisions. And we wanted to have this episode to kind of inform people so that they know. I do think it is becoming more common knowledge that, like, these are predatory industries that you should not get involved in in the first place. Um, But it's really fucking gross to say that, like, well, this is on you for having, like, gotten in it in the first place, Yeah, but if
1: you Google ways to make money part-time...
0: They're going to come up. Those
1: show up right away. It's like Uber, Lyft, Postmates, MLMs.
0: Yeah. That's it. it, it, Yeah. And it's really upsetting. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's
1: very upsetting. I don't think we really need to say much more. No, I think think that covering it a a shorter episode and getting our point across is good. I'm really glad that you brought this up because I think it is something to be aware of. And I think it's something that. A lot, You know, there's part people who are like, oh, my God, how could they ever get involved with something like that? And then there's the, like, you explain it, how these people get roped in and, and what they, what these companies look for in their
0: recruits. And you start to understand why these people would get roped into something like this. I totally could see if I had, you know stayed in my hometown and had a couple of kids. And a lot of times you hear these women's stories and they're saying like, I had three kids and like, I was at home all day. I was losing my mind because all I was doing was talking to my children and like, (laughs) you know, yeah. Like, and I wanted friends. I wanted a community and like, they preyed on my desire to have that. exactly. And so I, I get it. Um, and I think as we move forward with this economy that's having, that's going to be having problems and with this, like, market where, like, millennials and Gen Zers are having so many side gigs and having so many side hustles, it is something that we need to address as, like, do not get involved in an MLM. Like, just yeah. don't do it. It's not worth it. Like, there's no r- real reason for you to do it. And yeah. I wanted to do an episode so that we could say, like, these are the reasons not to be like, attracted to that. And this don't, is what
1: they look like, yeah. so don't be fooled, like, not yeah. again. Don't get
0: sucked in. And actually, yes, I have, like, just not a full list, but a limited list of some examples of MLMs. So like, we talked it. about, we talked about LuLaRoe, Mary Kay, Fields, Amway, Herbalife, Unique, Arbonne, Tupperware, Avon, LipSense. Like, those are all MLMs, so if anybody comes to you and they're like, hey, do you want to, like, look at this product, and even if you know that the product is a good product... Don't sign up to be part of it. Just say no. Don't just say no. Yeah. Listen, there's going to be another product out there that does the same thing.
1: Just say no to drugs besides marijuana and MLMs. Yeah. Amen. Wise words from Madigan.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So, you guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. We really appreciate it. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or any stories of you getting involved in MLMs so I feel less alone, go ahead and email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or send us a direct message there at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We sometimes use it at Podcast, YANF Podcast. Y-A-N-F Podcast. We also have a Facebook business and group page. Go ahead and rate and review us on our business page. We love it so much and talk to each other in the group page. Also go ahead and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it so, so much. We also love it when you listen to us on Radio Public if you don't already. It's a free way for you to listen. It helps us out just a little bit and we really, really appreciate it. all we have for today. With all that being said, we urge you it's to Rage On. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it,